All right, and actually, we moved the show today. We are at Five Serve Forum. It's the Bucks season opener. It's a home game, of course. That's why we're here at Forum. Absolutely beautiful. Looking out in the Deer District, I just, I'm going to look again, take a peek over my shoulder here. They are just getting ready to let people in. Security's in place. The vendors are in place. The folks are beginning to walk into the building. Greg Matzik here as well. This is incredible. Tonight's the night. Yeah, so everybody's available tonight. Adrian Griffin, the Bucks' new head coach, confirms that. So you'll have a fully stocked roster, which is great. Now, the cool part about being here as early as we were, John, is that I was watching the, the pregame half uh, festivities going on. They practice, they do run-throughs, and, and Bango was out on the court doing his over-the-head half-court <laughs> shots, and on about the fourth shot, he actually made it. That's so remarkable. Bango's even in prime form here tonight. So that's the cool stuff. They were just practicing the National Anthem, which uh, I guess is going to be some sort of guitar solo. Yeah, it was incredible. It sounded like when Hendrix did the National Anthem. Uh, exactly. Uh, I'm guessing it's not him tonight. Uh, but nonetheless. But this is the good stuff, man. It's opening night. The national eyes of the NBA will be on this. It's a TNT broadcast. Of course, we hope you listen to it on WTMJ. Uh, But this is what it's all about. Everybody wants to see Dame and Giannis on the floor together. You'll have that opportunity in uh, about an hour and a half. Opening night's always incredible. The season home opener is always great. But you're right. There's a different energy. And Dustin Godsey, the Bucks chief marketing officer who joined us earlier, said it's just a little different feel. It's always a special feel the past decade because we have Giannis, especially the last five years. But to now have Dame, to have Giannis, there's an interesting energy because there's a new head coach, Mike Budenhoser. Many people thought he'd be here as long as he wanted to be here after winning the championship. But he's not here. There's a new coach, a new guy behind the bench, and a couple tweaks to the roster, too. By and large, the core is back, but a couple additions and a couple of subtractions. Yeah, so that's the interesting thing. Had the Lillard trade not happened, you're still looking at a Bucks team that some would say has a legit chance to come out of the East as a title contending team. No doubt about it. And, and that should be a great position to be in. But just think about the energy level and how it was raised when Damian Lillard was brought in. And that's taken the season ticket sales up. It's taken the merchandise sales uh, through the roof. And now we're at this intersection where Giannis and Dame get to take the floor together for the first time in a regular season game. So fired up about that tonight. Hey, Bucks president Peter Fagan's here. Hey, Peter, come on over here. All right, now like an hour ago, he walked by, he was wearing a hoodie. Sweat. So now I, looks it, up, look how good he looks now. He's, uh, do he's you all have, dressed up. The shoe game is serious. Do you have your own locker? Like, what, what happened? How do you do this? I have a cubicle. I have a little box. Like here, hold that nice milk, and close to your mouth there. I have a little milk box in the training center. Oh, good. <laughs> it, you keep your stuff train, in a little yeah. box? They hose me down, they drive me off, and, <laughs> and they're like, go, go do it. How exciting is this for you, opening night? I, I was just telling my mother, who's here, oh, who that's from New awesome. York, to say, like, she's like, wow, you're, like, wired. I said, yeah, this could be, other than opening the arena and kind of the first night I was, I was in this job, like, the most exciting, kind of anticipated, fun, exciting, you know, I'm excited to see Giannis and Dame. I'm excited we've got a core group kind of re-signed and done. The excitement, the anticipation, you know, it's, it's a crazy time. Never kind of in my pro sports history, right before the season, do you get so much kind of change and excitement and great news that it just kind of amps it up to a whole new level. So we were talking to Dustin and Michael Ballad about, you know, finding out that Dame was going to be a buck, that here we go, the trade is going down. He said you were next to him, Michael Ballad did, and you gave him kind of a wink. So somebody had to come to your desk, Peter, or text you saying, hey, we're working on something here. Well, I think John Horst and I and a couple other people were in the cone of silence for about 36 hours. I think uh, 
kind of the way John and I always go through this is like we we always say why not let's like think of this and like go and then when it happened I think we kind of again it was the probably the number two hug uh, to winning the winning the championship with John and I where we just were like holy cow like monumental like you just do not get a Damian Lillard it was like you know the last 10 days have been kind of the greatest Bucks testament to Milwaukee and Wisconsin days you could ever imagine. It's like what we dream about. I'm so intrigued by the logistics. So take us inside how this plays out. You're the president. He's the general manager. Does he come to you and say, I think there's a chance we could get Dame. Do you get an inkling from someone in Portland? How does this play out and how does the conversation go? Well, when it first started, he said, Dame. I said, Dame who? You know, I was like, are you kidding? Like <laughs> With that, that one? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I think John, you know, John is one of these, these great strategic guys who, who has a lot of hooks in the water and talks to GMs and, and per the story that came out I kind of took talked to Joe at Portland and said hey we're interested but we don't want to play unless you're interested because obviously when you make these kind of moves it really affects your core your core existing team what do you have you don't want to you don't want to play around and, and joke around about the prospect of doing it and maybe you know kind of 10 days before it actually happened started to talk in earnest about could this really take place and then what happens is John and I bunker up because what we become is kind of the we decide and communicate and kind of recommend to the owners and kind of the owners come back and we of course look for approvals to go through and the cadence was pretty quick you know within 24 hours we kind of left it in Portland's hands and uh, you know the GM said to John um, hey you know um, the, the owner of the She'll get back to me. It might be four hours, might be eight hours, but I'll get back to you. And uh, we kind of hung up at two o'clock in the morning, and we're like, "Oh my God! I hope it's four hours and not twelve hours." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to, to get in, and said it's a deal, and and you know, really kind of a testament to, I mean, John Horse is kind of beyond reproach and professionalism and and ethics and 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 forthrightness, and so was the GM of Portland. I mean, because you know, you're always paranoid. You know, you think you might be getting played. You know, for another team. You think like. Oh, how are they positioning us to Toronto? What could be? It's a new GM in Portland, so I've never had worked with him before. And as it turns out, it was like one of the most transparent, seamless kind of transactions in, in like a big way. And we wanted to keep it so quiet because of the noise around Dane. You know, the last thing we wanted was like this to be one of these things where he pitted Miami against, you know, Milwaukee. How do we make this, you know, kind of as, as, as seamless as possible? It was awesome. That's amazing stuff. All right, you said your mother's in town. Is is she okay with the arena? Does it look nice enough for her? Is everything okay? She, she commented on a, a light was out in the women's bathroom okay. on the premium level. Like I, <laughs> I sent a quick note to our GM. I said, you know, Mom, could you take a picture of it for me? She's like, I'm not taking a picture in the bathroom. <laughs> I won't do it. I said, that's okay. I got it. We saw you walking by very casual. My first thought was, is that Peter or is his twin brother also in town? He is not. He is not. Those were the ownership group of the Sixers who are contemplating building a new arena, and we always become that default go-to best practices model of what's it take to build an arena. And that was their tour around around the Deer District. Very interesting. Uh, naming rights for Deer District, is that still in play? Always in play. Always in play. I think for us, like, we, we think it's a tremendous value. So we, we always kind of, we, we fall on the side of not discounting, like, how valuable we think it is and where it's going to grow. And we think it grows even more. We're going to announce some development plans. We've already, with Live Nation, we've, we've announced that. We'll have a hotel. 
we'll have some more residential come in. I mean, I, I think as this becomes more of a destination and a hub and has a lot of people aggregating here, the value is tremendous. So I think, like, you know, I'm hoping we're smart and strategic about holding, hold, holding strong to really get a big value. Peter Fagan is the president of the Milwaukee Bucks, a big night. Peter, thank you for taking some time to spend a little bit of it with us. Thanks, guys. And, and listen tonight, TMJ. That's Here right. Go. Coverage on TMJ. You're right, Peter. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. 517.